Welcome back. It's the Game Stoppers. It has been a minute since we have been back. I am sorry. I've been on spring break. I've also have not been feeling too well. Allergies just kicking my tail. I make my voice sound all like stuffy and then I'd also be sneezing and coughing and doing like a bunch of type stuff, sniffling. We don't want to listen to that all the time while on a podcast. We don't want to listen to that. So we are back. We are a little bit healthier. But we have missed a lot. A lot. Start off by saying the NFL draft. Let's just start off with the NFL. We're going to kick on to the NBA playoffs because obviously I haven't talked about the whole first round, but I talked about my predictions. NFL draft. Number one pick, Jets take Trayvon Walker. Which, going about, what, I'd say a week in before the draft, we knew that they would take Trayvon Walker. Aiden Hutchinson was definitely up there, but, you know, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. What what do you expect? What do you expect? Not saying Trayvon Walker's bad. He's definitely really good, but... Not the guy that I would necessarily pick first overall. I mean, you got Aiden Hutchinson. You could get Evan Neal. Yeah, I mean, you might think I'm crazy saying Evan Neal, but you ha- you have this quarterback that you drafted last year, and he's supposed to be your franchise guy. Don't you want to protect him? Instead, they go Trayvon Walker. But besides that, Holy cow, did the state of New York do really well in the draft. I mean, the Jets and Giants obviously won the draft. Buffalo even did good. Uh, going away from New York, Kansas City Chiefs did good in the draft. This was a draft that wasn't that high with top-tier talent. But this is definitely a draft that has talent that will be good away from the quarterback position. Malik Willis dropping all the way to the Titans was shocking. Shocking. Seattle beefed up the O-line. They realized that, well, with Russ, we didn't really necessarily have a good O-line for him. Why don't we start building one for a future quarterback that we might get? Beautiful. If I'm a general manager of a team, and I'm looking at, This is before, let's say before all this trading stuff that happened with Russ. If I'm Seattle's general manager, I'm looking at that team. This is an aging quarterback that doesn't really have many weapons on his offense. The defense is not that good either. We have an aging Bobby Wagner as well. I'm going to look at that team and I'm going to trade Russ, obviously what they did. And then I'm going to try to figure out what I'm going to do with Bobby. Bobby Wagner wind up getting released, but to me, I would probably trade him. I would have traded him, get more picks. Uh, then I would probably trade Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. I would just get rid of most of that team. And I would start fresh with picks, building up the O-line and building the defense. Now, another one. Derek Stringley going over to the Texans. I was really, really surprised. I thought they would get Sauce Gardner, but said the Jets get Sauce Gardner. Win for the Jets. Another win for the Jets is Garrett Wilson. 
I mean, to me, I, I'd say they had four wins. Four wins in the draft. Obviously, Sauce. Garrett Wilson. Jermaine Johnson. And Brees Hall. Those guys were steals. Absolute steals. I'm an OSU fan. I have seen what Garrett Wilson's production has been over the course of his career, and it is electrifying. It is electrifying. Back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving games? I mean, not receiving games. Sorry, seasons. Sauce Gardner's a lock. He's clamps. I'd compare him to... I'd say Sherman. Sherman is a great comparison Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State. I have personally never seen Jermaine Johnson or Brees Hall play, but I've seen highlights and I've seen the stats, and they do speak for themselves. Now moving on to the Giants, they get Kayvon Thibodeau, who was projected mid-season of the NFL to go first overall. Super Bowl is controversial who goes first overall. Is it Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau? And he somehow falls all the way to the Giants. The Giants got him. Evan Neal. They get to help out that O-line getting rid of Nate Soldier. Win for the Giants. Now they got they got Evan Neal. Now they haven't picked up Daniel Jones's fifth year option. It's Saquon Barkley. Injury prone, and it's not looking good for that. They got a new coach. Defense is obviously good. Offense is the question, though. Offense is definitely the question. But like I said, the Jets and the Giants won the draft by taking those players. Another NFL thing. A.J. Brown to the Eagles. He is gone, and from the Titans... And the Eagles got themselves that receiver that they have been dying to need. Devontae Smith is that guy. But he could always be a good second second option too. They got a good physical receiver at A.J. Brown. Jalen Hurts will love that. Jalen Hurts now has protection. He has a great running game. And oh boy does he have threats now. Dallas Goddard. A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders in the backfield. What a team. Another one, Marquise Brown to the Cardinals. As we know, Marquise Brown is not a good number one option, but he certainly could be a good secondary option. The Cardinals got themselves a steal. The teammates are back with Kyler Murray and Marquise Brown. Him, Hopkins, Zach Ertz, A.J. Green. Man, it's going to be one scary offense, too. Debo. Moving on to Debo. Personally, I think that he will go to the Jets. And I'm I'm going to stamp this right now. Wow, voice crack. Pause right there. That That was horrible. All right, going back. Debo Samuel, he will go to the Jets. That is my prediction on that. He will go to the Jets. The 
and the Jets will be a top 10, top 7 team in three years. Putting that down right now. I'm putting that down. I'm calling it. The Jets will surprise us. They have talent on their team. Let's look at their roster a bit. They got a young Zach Wilson. They got Brees Hall, Michael Carter. Great running backs right there. Young. Another youngster, Elijah Moore at receiver. Baxton Berrios. Berrios, sorry. Corey Davis, who I think is an underrated receiver. I really do. Then they picked up CJ Uzoma from the Bengals. And we saw how well he did before his injury. He did great. Great for the Bengals. Now he's with the Jets. O-line, Makai Becton. Now there has been talks of him getting traded, so I don't I don't know if he will or not, but stud left tackle. Lakin Tomlinson, great guard, great guard. Connor McGovern, also, he's a great player. He was on the Broncos, and he, he was okay for us, but the more I saw him play, the better I saw him getting. Connor McGovern's a stud. Elijah Vera Tucker, stud. George Fant, maybe not that good, but he's not that good. But we know what where they could upgrade to. Going to the defensive side of the ball, we have Carl Lawson. He's an injury-prone player, but he's definitely a good pass rusher. Sheldon Rankin's a little old, but he's good. Going to the young, Quentin Williams. Stud. Jermaine Johnson, who I just talked about. Stud. Uh, Delshawn Phillips, don't know much about him. Don't. CJ Mosley, good veteran to have to coordinate that defense. Quincy Williams, Quentin Williams' brother, also good player. I can see him being a good role player on that defense. Ahmad Gardner, Sauce Gardner, like I said, stud. <sighs> Safety, Jordan Whitehead. I love Jordan Whitehead. When he was on the Buccaneers, he was a stud for that defense. We saw what he could do. He's smart. He's young. Then in another corner, Bryce Hall, really good. Not Brees Hall, Bryce Hall. I could see this team taking big steps in the future. Big steps. Imagine you add someone like Debo Samuel to that wide receiver core. Oh, there's going to be some trouble. There's going to be some trouble. Moving on to the NBA. It has been crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But that's what we love. We love that. It's also been sad for fans. Denver fans. Utah fans. Pelicans fans. Minnesota fans. Brooklyn fans. Chicago fans. Toronto fans. And Atlanta fans. It's been sad. We all knew the Denver Nuggets were going to win. Uh, of course, I'm going to talk about my Nuggets. They were, they were going to win. It's an injury, very injured team with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter out. Will Barton sucks. Get that on here. Will Barton sucks. Can't play. AG, I don't know why, but in postseason, it just doesn't look like he wants to show up either. Monte Morris does. 
He definitely does. Hitting lights out for three. Jokic does. Not those other two guys, though. I like I like AG. I do. But we just can't. Another thing is we can't also keep up with the Warriors. They got Jordan Poole. They got Clay, And they got Curry. How are you supposed to keep up with those guys? You can't. I mean, Austin Rivers could barely guard Poole because he would just drive by him with that speed. But let's look back. Let's look back at what my prediction said. My prediction said Phoenix and the Spurs. Well, that didn't happen. But I did pick Phoenix winning no matter what. Next one, Dallas-Utah. Now, this was when Luka was injured. It obviously was. And I expected Utah to pull it away. Turns out they didn't. Utah, and I'm going to put this again. Utah is not, is, how do I put this? They're the most disappointing team I have ever seen. Except for the Lakers. That that was definitely disappointing. But I did say that they don't, I don't think that they would be good because of shooting. It's a shooting league. You don't got shooters on that team. But Utah, they've been good for two years straight. Really good. Getting into the playoffs and looking like a well-chemistry team. Well-chemistry. Coach is good at everything. But you're losing to Jalen Brunson. You're losing to Doran Finney-Smith. You're losing to Spencer Dinwiddie. You're not losing to Luka. Luka's out. You're losing to Jalen Brunson. He's the new owner of the Utah Jazz. I'm. That's like the most disappointing thing ever. How? You lost them 4-2. You'd even keep it close. You didn't even make a game seven. You lost 4-2. Wow. Next one, I said Golden State Warriors over Denver. It it did pay me to say it, but uh, I put them over Denver. Next one, I said Memphis over Char- uh Not Chargers. Ooh, get off that football. Clippers, but turns out Minnesota beat the Clippers. But... I still had Memphis winning, so doesn't really matter. Next one, I had Miami over Charlotte. I thought Charlotte was going to do it, but couldn't pull it off. Ice Trey pulled it off. I still had Miami winning, though. Next one was Philly over Toronto. I thought Toronto would keep it a bit closer, but most of their players were injured. Speaking about injury, though, Joel Embiid does this every year in the playoffs. Gets injured. He's out for the first two games, and he is expected to be back. Today, this was said, expected to be back when they play at home. See what happens. You're leaving it all up to the beard. That's not good. I'd leave it up to Maxi. You're leaving it up to Maxi. That That's better put. And I like Doc Rivers as a coach. He's a really good coach for that team. And he keeps it real with the players. Like, listen, if it's your fault. Just hope you know that. You don't care who he says it to. Next one, I said Milwaukee over Chicago. We all knew that was going to happen. Maybe not Chicago fans, but we all knew. We all knew. You can't stop the Greek freak. Next one, I said Boston over Brooklyn, and people called me crazy. I'm telling you, Brooklyn is not that team. They're not. 
Ben Simmons is the most diva selfish player of all time of every sport. He's got to be. He has to be. He he's over on pregame dunking, running. You could play fifteen minutes. You could easily play fifteen minutes. Oh my back hurts. My back hurts. Shut up. You're lying. You're lying to yourself. You don't want to go in the playoffs and then hear all that hate. You know, you don't want to hear that. He so selfish. He doesn't even love the game. That's 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 what it comes down to. He doesn't love the game. Not many players today in the NBA love the game. They don't play to love the game. Most of them play for the money. Disappointed. Disappointed. Katie's trying to carry. Kyrie's trying to do stuff. It's a it's a weird team. That's all I have to put out there. So my picks were okay. I only missed for pick wise, I only missed one, which was Utah winning. That's the only one I missed. But my second round, I have Phoenix going over Dallas. I I I got them winning. I got Memphis winning against Golden State. Not today. I got Memphis winning against Golden State for the round for the uh, series on that. I have Miami beating Philly because Jimmy's looking like the postseason MVP. He is. He's looking like the postseason MVP. Either him or Chris Paul. You got to choose between one. Now people might say, what about Giannis? What about Tatum? I got either Jimmy or Chris Paul. Chris Paul showed that he still has it. Chris Paul went perfect for perfect on that last game against New Orleans Pelicans. 13 for 13. He shot threes. He barely drove for layups. He's a short guy. He took a lot of mid-ranges. He was looking like the late 80s or not whole 90s. Just taking mid-range shots. And he was perfect. They couldn't guard him. He was playing like he was 8 feet tall out there. Like every other NBA player. But no, this dude's barely 6 foot. I'd say shoot, he's 5'10", 5'11", doing this on, on him. Age what? 36, 35? That's a bad man. That's a bad man. Crazy. So I got Miami. Next one I got Boston over Milwaukee. Because again, I have Phoenix versus Boston in the finals. That's who I have. So I have Boston winning. Now, I wrote down some questions for me. Some some big topic things. One of them is, like these are these are kind of hot take type type stuff. I think the Golden State Warriors right now, healthy. Let's say healthy, because we've seen how they are against my Nuggets. Healthy, they kill it. Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, and Curry combined points for eighty. 80 in one of the games. You know how furious that made me? I shut that off third quarter. And I'm not just saying end of third quarter. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying beginning of third quarter I shut it off. I was so heated. I was so heated. It was, it was rough. I had a rough sleeping. I had a rough sleeping time. Anyway, going back to the hot take. 
I think Gold State Warriors right now are better than the 2015 and 2016 Gold State Warriors. Curry's older. He understands more. Draymond's older. He understands. I personally think Draymond is just as good, if not better, than that 2015-2016 days. Because he's smarter. He's that team. He points, hey, go here, go here. Watch the back cut. Watch the pick. He's so smart in that stuff. Clay Thompson, oh my God. He's just on fire. He's on fire. Jordan Poole, the third splash brother. It was never KD. It was never DeMarcus Cousins. It's now Jordan Poole. It's always been Jordan Poole, apparently, the way he's been shooting. Next thing I said is the Nets are in trouble with the big thing called the ego. Who gets the ball? KD. KD looks like he's fine passing it. He's fine dishing it, but hey, make sure you give me my rock, though, because I still need to shoot lights out. Kyrie needs that. He needs that rock to get on fire. Ben Simmons, he doesn't want to play because he got his stow tubbed. What is that? Like, he definitely would say something like that. But no, his, his, his back hurts. Like, what? What? Such a baby, bro. Pains me. Like, your team's losing, and you have the audacity to post... Man, it hurts to see my team on the sidelines losing, knowing that I could have helped. Yeah, you could have. By just getting dressed, instead of being in bright neon, like you're about to direct traffic, and go out there and help your team. Just just a disgrace to the game. Disgrace to the game. Disgrace to your own team. Giannis is pure. This dude is a monster, as we all know, and we all should know. This dude is averaging 28 points per game, 13 rebounds per game, and is electrifying. Giannis is that dude. Giannis is that dude. Carrying that team. Chris Middleton's been out, and he's like, shh, I can do it. I can do it. I'll do it all. Another thing I have. Tatum or KD? Tatum or KD? In the playoffs. I'm not saying like this whole year. I'm saying I'm saying like, in, the, in the playoffs. Scratch the losses aside. Scratch that all aside. Number one, Tatum's averaging more points. He's averaging about 30. Number two, he's more efficient. Does KD have to put up more shots? I mean, he doesn't have to. Kyrie's good. You got Seth Curry. Issue is, is could they hit the shots? So I'm going to shock the people. I'm going to say Tatum right now I'd take in the playoffs over KD. I'd take Tatum all day. He's shooting it more efficiently. And you can't say KD has to pass. I mean, he has, he has Tally has to feed. He has Kyrie. He has Seth Curry. He has to feed him. No, he doesn't. 
Who said he has to? Who, who said he has to take it all on his back? Jalen Brown. You got to pass Jalen Brown, don't you? Simple as that. I'd, I'd, I'd take Jason Tatum over KD right now. To put on my nuggets, let's say playoffs just restarted. And what I know from right now today about stats, I'm going to take Tatum over KD all day. All day. Now, that's all I got. And B being out, Miami's going to take it. Luka being back, it's going to be trouble for Phoenix, but I still got Phoenix. That's all I got for today. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.